One way to really disgrace the enemy is through praises. You tell the enemy that whatever he's doing, he doesn't care. He can't even touch you or something. You know, the last time we, 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 we learned about strategic praises. Targeted praises for, for breakthroughs. Amen. Amen. If I were you, when I come to church, I'll have something on my mind. God, I'm praising you for this. Even though these things, these things are not happening. I'm praising you for this. And you have results. It's called targeted praise. Amen. Amen. The people of Israel did the same targeted praise for Jericho to come down. The same through the, 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 the servant of God, Jehoshaphat. They did targeted praise. And they had results. Those of you who praise God today, may all the things you need be delivered to you today. Those of you who dance today, may all the things you need be delivered to you today. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes when you come to church, it's not about the music. Maybe you may not understand the music, but you know the spirit behind the music. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So many of the songs we sing and, and we don't even know how the meaning, but we connect with the spirit of the song. Amen. Amen. Because we believe that it's the Holy Ghost which is directing us through the songs. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, anybody who dance, anybody who praise God, may your delivery come quickly. Amen. May whatever you are looking for come quickly. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Today is Palm Sunday. The day that Jesus walked triumphantly into Jerusalem. And for the preparation of our delivery. Hallelujah. Amen. And as he was going, even them that did not even have hope were praised. A donkey which was somewhere with his coat, that means with his baby, through the hand of Jesus, God glorified this donkey in this moment. Donkeys were nothing. They were just used for work and other things. But I and you, we are better than the donkeys. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are better than the donkeys. Amen. Amen. If God said we shouldn't cast our precious stones to spell or, or to swines, that meaning animals are nothing before the Lord. If the Lord glorified an animal, today the Lord will glorify you. Amen. I said today the Lord will glorify you. Amen. Whatever desiring God tonight or today. May your delivery come quickly. Amen. It come right now Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Clap your hands and give God a mighty shout of praise. Amen. Amen. When Jesus was entering Jerusalem, he cried. He cried. He cried because of one thing. We record Jesus Christ twice in the Bible. And the first one was at the tomb of Lazarus. And I simply means that I, I, I can connect to this message and say that he cried because the people who were standing there didn't believe God enough to raise Lazarus. Martha came to Jesus and said if you were here our brother wouldn't have died. He said don't you believe that I am the resurrection and life. He said yes. I know that he will rise again. But now he's thinking. Bible said he cried. For lack of faith, he cried. When he entered, was about to enter into Jerusalem, he saw Jerusalem and cried again. And he said, The day of your deliverance came and you couldn't recognize it. Therefore, God 
has taken your deliverance to the Gentiles. He cried again for lack of knowledge. Faith and knowledge he cried. Today, may the triumphant entry of Jesus to Jerusalem bring you enlightenment. May it bring you enlightenment. May it bring you enlightenment. In the name of Jesus. He said, for lack of knowledge, my own people perish. From today, you will never lack knowledge. You will never lack knowledge. You will know what to do at the right time. You know where to go at the right time. In the name of Jesus. For the entrance of God's word given light. And he bringeth understanding to the simple. Today, may the minds of your understanding be open. In the name of Jesus. You know, whatever you are doing, when you have knowledge and you understand it, it's simple. People fail exams because they don't understand it. They fail exams because they don't know. From today, whatever assignment, whatever temptation, whatever test that's before you, you are receiving knowledge today. You are receiving knowledge today. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and just praise God right now. Praise God right now. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you read the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 7. Chapter 17, verse 7. He says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Amen. 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 Until you trust in the law, until you trust in the law, you are not entitled to the blessings of God. Whatever you don't believe in, you can never have it. It doesn't matter how much you come to church. If you don't believe in the messages that are preached, you can never benefit from it. There are so many people. They are in a blessed church. But they are not blessed. Simply because the things that are being preached all the time, they don't believe it. And they don't trust it. How will you prove that you trust the word? Unless you do them. That's what the Bible says. If you learn to do all that he tells you. On the other day, the first miracle Jesus did, which was recorded in the Bible, was at the wedding feast in Canaan. Bible says, during that this wedding, the wine for the wedding was finished. During the refreshment, everything got finished. They came to Mary. I believe that it was the, it was the turn of Mary to be saved. Because they wouldn't have come to Mary for anything. But when the, 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 the wine got to the, the, the turn of Mary, the wine was, was finished. So Mary got to know 
That's if he doesn't do something, there will be a disgrace unto all this So he came to Jesus and told them that the wine is finished. But look at what Jesus did. Jesus didn't say anything. And man said, I'm telling you the wine is finished. He said, what should I do? He said, the wine is finished. Immediately he turned. He went to the servants and told them, whatever he tells you, do it. Whatever he tells you what, do it. Until you trust in God's word, there can never be performance. Hallelujah. Amen. When we read our, our, our theme for the year, our year of divine fulfillment. Our year of divine fulfillment. And the word of God that is giving us this word is from Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. Say the word of God never retained void. But it accomplishes. It performs. That which he has been sent to do. God never wants his word to turn to him void. God never wants his word to return to him without performance. Whatever he has said concerning you, he wants it to be performed. He wants it to be performed. He doesn't want the word of God to just be hanging in the skies. The prophecy he has given to you, he is ready to do it. Bible says in the book of Jeremiah that I am quickening myself to perform my word. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever God has said concerning you, He is willing to perform it. He wants to perform it. He wants to perform it. God is a covenant keeping God. Whatever he has said, he will do. That is our belief. Until you believe God's words, in this regard, it doesn't matter how much you come to church. It doesn't matter how much you pray. You will never get anything from God. Bible says, they that come to God must know, must believe that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Must know and believe that he is. He said, whatever you pray for, believe. Believe and you shall have it. Amen. Amen. Last week I spoke about the blessings of the Lord. Nobody can enjoy the blessings of the Lord without believing in Jesus. Because blessed is the blessedness of God is connected to the righteousness of God. Faith in Jesus. Faith in God's word brings you righteousness. Brings you righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. The blessings of God we learned last week is not about the cars and the buildings and the other things, the food you eat and the rest. 
Bible said they are all add-ons. They are the surplus of God's blessings. Because the blessings of the Lord make it rich. It makes you rich. It makes you rich. Rich in goods. Rich in all other things. But being rich doesn't mean that you are blessed. Because it added no sorrow. The blessings of the Lord make it rich. It added no sorrow. I love that Arewo. Because some people are rich. But they are sick. Some people are rich. They can't sleep. But the blessings of God will make you rich. And you can sleep. Will make you rich. And you can be healthy. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the blessings of the Lord. So many of the rich people you see that they can't even sleep. They can't even sleep. I said last time I was talking to my friend. Very, very rich man. He's an old man. Me and all my friends are old people. They're seventies because I always sit with them and chat. Very, very rich. I can't sleep. Why? He said, because I don't even I don't even know where to put my money. And he was making calculations. And the whole night he couldn't sleep. I thought to understand understood. That the blessings of God make it rich. And he added no sorrow. Somebody can be poor. He will be living on tree. And on that tree he will sleep. He will sleep all night. When he even falls down, he will, he will get up again and go and sleep. But you are on an orthopedic mattress. Uh, imported from, 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 from US. And you can't even sleep. It is madness. Hallelujah. Amen. You have the air conditions. From above. Amen. Amen. But you, you are living in a ghetto. Where your, your fan, your, uh, uh, what was, uh, Binaton fan is not even working well. Mikachi fan is not even working well. Are you sleep and sleep well? Who told you God has not blessed you? God blessings are bigger than the cars, than the buildings, than the, the food you eat. Hallelujah. Amen. You eat, you eat this food, Indomie and the rest. But yes, you don't fall sick. The rich people, when they tell you the kind of sickness they are, they are, they are with, you marvel. They are so sick. They are so sick. I know a man. The kind of medicine he takes in the morning. I'm telling you, you even get satisfied if you don't eat. Hey! Plenty! If you take it and you drink water, you are enough for the day. You don't need to eat. But you, you don't take it in the morning. When you wake up, you are comparing yourself to them. I wish that I am like this man. Oh, I wish that I was living in this car. Oh, I, you know the sickness that comes with it. 
the blessings of the Lord make it rich. The little things you have, they are the blessings of God. God will only add up unto you. When you begin to appreciate what He has given to you, Bible said. It is only the foolish man who compare himself to the other Always compare yourself to your yesterday. And see what the Lord has done. I heard yesterday that in the US, a friend of mine, I was chatting with a friend of mine. And he said, he was just returning from a funeral. And that funeral was a funeral of one black American. The guy was just 20, uh, 38 years. And he just fell off a train station. He just fell. And his back hit the, 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 the cast, cast iron there. And at the end of the day, he had his spinal cord twisted. How many, how many times have you been falling? You fall and you rise without any complication. When the guy was taken to the hospital, they said you didn't go well. So he died. US, he died. You have been falling all the time. Sometimes you sleep. An old lady, then you get up. You don't call that a blessing. You want to go to US? Hallelujah. Amen. The blessings of the Lord. The little things you have, they are the blessings of the Lord. God will always add up to you. When these things I'm going to talk about today, you continue to walk in them. You will see. You will know. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says, in the book of Proverbs, let's go there. In the book of Proverbs, 23 verse 7. Are you there? Amen. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. That means, whatever I think about myself, I am. If I think I am blessed, I am. If I think I am poor, I am. So, Bible doesn't really see material things as blessings. He sees mindset as blessings. When you have in your mind that you are a blessed child of God, and God will never let you die a miserable death, as you think that in your heart, so you are. Because Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. That means, before you can even say that you are blessed, 
before you can even think that you are blessed it must be down in your heart and how will you know that you are blessed you need the word of God to tell you you need the mind of Christ you need what is written in God's word to position you to be blessed the reason why I know I am blessed is not because I come from my hometown. It's not because I have parents. It's not because I am working somewhere. It's because the word of God has told me so. The word of God has told me so. I don't need you to tell me. Hallelujah. Amen. When people tell me things, I tell them I already know. Imagine a man of God comes in and is trying to. He's saying something. He's talking to me and said, Ah, this man you are blessed. I know I am blessed. And that's the reason why God is showing you. Because I know I am blessed. Because the word of God has said it. Say they trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. They not trust the Lord are like Bonzion. Blessed is the man. He said, when you read the book of someone, blessed is he who do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the, on the seat of the scoffer. But meditate on the word of God day and night. And the whole of his heart is unto God. Said this person shall be like this tree planted by the riverside. That means if I meditate on God's word and I don't hear to the counsel of the ungodly. Some of us, our friends are people who are not even in church. Those who advise us are the people who are not even. Oh, yeah, most of your friends are not even church goers. Church goers is not. You are not even a Christian yet. You are preparing to be a Christian. People who do not believe in Christ. Also, Madame Fonono from my childhood. He's my, my friend from my childhood. Oh, he's my, my, my body body. Show me your friend. How can you be blessed? Amen. Amen. Because the counsels they will give to you, they will give you worldly counsels. Somebody called said he wanted he wants to get married. And his Family called him and they were advising him. And the The family are as if they are Christians. They go to church. They sat him down. Said you, you are here. You are, you are, you are in America. You are coming to marry somebody in Ghana. You know your brother. He went through the same thing. And 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 the wife came here to to do to misbehave. You have seen all the things that are happening. You see, it is better you marry here. So that if anything should come, you don't, don't lose the advice. The girl you are going to marry, 
you know what he's doing in Ghana? You are in US here. They went to the wives. It's enough. He called me. And I said, My friend, are you a believer? Do you, have you prayed? And what is conviction? Say, man of God, I, I need to come and marry this girl. Have you told the girl that he's a Christian? said, wow. I have tried to even make the girl angry at times. I just try to tell the girl. The girl always passes. I said so. Your family is concerned about you. So they are thinking like the, world, the way the world thinks. But we Christians, we walk by faith and not by evidence or sight. Hallelujah! Amen. The moment you believe in God and you trust in God, and God has given you the conviction, it doesn't matter whether it doesn't even go well, you know that God is leading you. But all things work together for good. Your family loves you. Because they are the world, they will, they will advise you like the way the world advises them. And I told you, do you remember when I was going to get married? The same thing happened. But I took a bold step because God has spoken. And where am I now? If I show you my pictures before I got married and now, you see a very big difference. One of the days they showed me one of them I told, I, I told them to burn it. I, I, I couldn't even organize myself. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good to them. That trust in Him. How do we assess how do we assess? I want to talk about two things today. When you even know that you are blessed, you need to know how to assess it. That is the problem of so many Christians. We don't even know how to assess our blessings. And the second one is how to sustain. How to, how to maintain that blessing. So many of us, let me use marriage for example. When you are a young man or young woman, so you, want you want to get married. All your mind says you get married. How to get married is one thing. And how to stay in the marriage for 20 years, 60 years, 100 years is also another thing. So many people enter. And they realize that they, they are not prepared to, to, to go into marriage. So they withdraw and divorce. So many divorce cases are there. Because we don't know how to maintain marriage. Next month we are doing family, family week. Family week. And you get to understand why God created family. And why it's important that you don't have to be pointing your hands to your grandmother or to your dad that they are witches and you are detaching yourself from them. Amen. Amen. Why? Where God, didn't God know that they will be witches before he brought you to them?
Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> or God, God, you. Oh, so now Christians, we think like those who do transgender. Some people are there and say, that I, I, I feel that I, I, was, I was supposed to be a female and God made me a male. You feel, you, you don't even know how you came. You feel that you are supposed to be a female. So they go and they change their organs to become women. Some also, they know that I, I knew that I was supposed to be a man and you made me a woman. Hey. The same thing we are also thinking like our family. Oh, I was supposed to come from this family who are full of Christians and they are not witches. And, and you, brought, you brought me into a witch, a witch, a witch mother. God, we have made a mistake. Does God make, make mistakes? When you think like this, you can never assess the blessings of God. Amen. Amen. God should change my destiny. You are praying that God should change your destiny. So you are saying that when God created you, He made a mistake on your destiny. You know how God God chuckled him when he was created like so he was a product of surplus. He was insulting somebody said, Your nose, God chuckled your nose. Just ball for mouth. Hey Christians. Amen. Amen. You need to understand. Before you can, you can accept the blessings of God. You have to have the mindset that you are blessed. You have to have the mindset that you are blessed. And that nobody can curse you. That nobody can curse you. It doesn't matter what happens. Whether I am eating or I am not eating today. Whether I have something to eat or I don't have something to eat. I know I am blessed. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Until you have that mindset, you can never assess the blessings of God. You can be You know, some people are here and they think that ancestral, sacrifice, ancestral curses are following them. The reason why they do what they are doing and they are not prospering, they think that it's an ancestral curse. It's a spiritual marriage. So, so the moment you have this mindset, you can never be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. As a man thinketh in his heart, so I know. I am blessed. I am blessed. And that nobody can curse me. It doesn't matter whether you are the oracle of Imuanga. Whether you are Satan's ambassador himself. Or you are the goddess of Bermuda. You cannot curse me. I will leave, I will allow you to win all the curses. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. You know who cursed me? One day I was talking to Rajas, I don't know what came over my mother. He cursed me. In the morning, I was just sweeping. You, this is Amazon chakra. Ah, I thought about it. Huh? I was very young. That wasn't me a Christian. No. I was very, very young. I, I thought about 
you cannot even pass like your brother. I went to school and I was crying. So my teacher called me and said, oh, I shouldn't mind my mother. I should just concentrate and write exams. I, I told my mother one day that you remember you said, Me? You are lying on me. Me? Get me. I said, Don't worry. You were under the influence of the devil at that time. Sometimes your mother's ring case on you don't mind them. It is because they are under the influence of the devil. I'm not saying that they are possessed. Just that they were influenced. The devil used them to, to do this. So when you accept it, it comes into your life. Amen. Amen. Our mother's Africa, our mother's ring case on us. Hey, you you will suffer. You you will not make it. Hey. You do know the kind of case that, that I carried before. But when I I I wrote the essence, this is the blessedness of God. I didn't pass like my brother. My brother got eight ones. And me, I got five ones. I didn't pass like my brother. But we went to the same school. We were on to Prepper College. He did science, I did science. He was in a, a, a hall, I was in the same hall. That is the blessedness of God. It doesn't matter what they say. Your future is bright. You will get there. Yeah. But do you know what happened? My, my, the same brother of mine who my God, my father was comparing me to. When I became a Christian, I went to the university. When I finished university, then I don't want to talk. But you know, when I even was in the secondary school and I finished secondary school, his first PC he used, I bought it for him. Computer, you see, and I'm a Tom and I'm running secondary school. I bought the piece. You see, this is what we call the blessedness of God. When I go to know Christ, I disowned every curse. I finished university, he had finished for six good years. He didn't have work. I finished, I had work. You see the blessings of God. It is about God's blessings. People can curse you. But when you have the mindset, you will succeed. Having the mindset of the blessed man of God. Now, I've heard that men of God are raining curses. Whatever you do, they are raining curses on on, on people, we, we are Africans, actually, we are Africans. Our mindset has have not been renewed. All that we know is curses, we don't know blessings. Whatever you do to them, they are cursing. No, no, no. As, as on Thursday, he said, they curse the woman, the girl to die. If you have that mindset, it doesn't matter what curse a man of God reigns. All that you need to do is. Am I doing the right things? Am I maintaining the blessings? And that's what we will talk about this week, if, if God willing, on at the time is on our side. Having the mindset that you are a blessed child, it is the beginning of living a blessed life. 
Hallelujah. Amen. As a man thinketh in his heart, so you see. And the second one is confessing. Confessing your blessing or your inheritance which is written in God's word. Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9. Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. And confess with your mouth. For salvation. Whatever God has given to man. You cannot assess it by a country. You cannot assess it by anything. You can assess your salvation by confession. By confession. Romans 10, 11, 9. By confession. When you confess it. So Bible said. Every word that comes out of your mouth will be the, your, your judgment. So if you say blessings to what God has written, you confess it. I am like Mount Zion. I am a blessed man. No weapon form against me shall prosper. When you begin to confess this, the word of God comes alive in you. The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Amen. Christians, let's change our confession. Say, let the weak say, I am what? Strong. Though the evidence is you are weak, though everything around you, you feel your body is not and it can Say, the moment you feel that you are weak, say that you are strong. Don't say that you are weak. Don't say that. Say that I will live. Amen. Amen. Let the poor. How do we classify a poor person? He doesn't have food to eat, a place to sleep, he doesn't have anything to wear. But the Bible says, when the moment you are in this category, Say that you are rich. 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 It doesn't matter about the ghetto you live in. It doesn't matter whether you are not married. Indeed, you are not married. But confess that I am married. I am married. I am married. I am married. Confess what the Lord says. Confess what the Lord says. The word obeys God works. We are saying the word obeys God's word. We are because he made everything by his word. And by his word he can change anything. Say, let there be light. And there was light. The moment you confess marriage, you receive marriage. Because he said in his word, the same spirit that wrote Jesus from the grave is inside of you. Greater is he that is in you. Than, than he that is in the world. That means, you know, we obey anybody who is greater than us. What is inside of us is greater than the world. So the world will listen to you and change everything to suit you. When you don't even have work to do, confess I have good work. I am receiving good salary. And you can even mention your salary. I am receiving 10,000 a month. 
I am, I am, I, 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 my work is flexible for me. I am serving God well. Let the weak say. I am what? This is the beginning of enjoying the blessings of the Lord. So many of us. When you don't have money in your pocket, hey, today they are broke. Uh, today I'm, I'm very broke. Yes, you eat broke, man. You'll be broke. Uh, that's the name, broke man. So when you're eating cocoa, you, you see it to be broke, man. That's, that, that's, that's, that's the name. They call it. Because uh, they believe that broke people need broke man. You see, look at nice food. They've tagged this broke man. Me, the moment you tag this food, I, when I'm eating, I'll confess, rich man's food. Because I am not broke. Amen. Amen. You go to East Lego and go and buy this broke man. It is like sitting in a restaurant and eating fried rice. Very, very expensive. Amen. Amen. Let the weak see. I am strong. Let the poor see. Let the sick say I am healed. This is how we can enjoy the blessings of God. But Africa, and we people like us, even in the church, let's face reality. Well, let's face reality. Have you heard those words? Let's face reality. You are facing reality. Do you even know the world you are living in? That the world was formed even though it wasn't physically formed. When the world was said, let there be light. Let the fruit give this. Male and female, he created them. In the book of uh, uh, Genesis chapter 1. When he created the world, the world wasn't existing. When he created the trees, it wasn't existing. When he reached chapter 2, he said, and the rain, and the sky gave out rain, and the fruit began to come up. He spoke of things that were not as though they were. That's how you change our life. Though you don't see it, but you confess it. And in, in your chapter 2, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Christians, we have God inside of us. It may seem that today you live in a chaos. But that is not the end of your life. It, it, it may seem that you are not married today. That is not the end of your life. God is saying that change your confessions. And He will do it. Because he has already blessed you with all the blessings in the spiritual places. Whatever you need for good life and goodness, he has blessed you with them. Confess them and you have them. Hallelujah. Amen. The third one is what? Before you can enjoy the blessings of God, you need to be in the presence of God. You need to be in the presence of God all the time. All the time. All the time. If you prioritize God in your life, 
Bible says in the book of Nahum chapter 1 verse 7. He knows them that trust in him. And in times of trouble, he will save them. Hallelujah. Amen. You have to prioritize God. Prioritize God. Prioritize God. Let God be the first thing you think about. When you're making a decision. Because of God. Choose God first. Some of us choose our work first. Yesterday, something happened. Somebody was supposed to come and work in the house. Do you know, you, you call this person for church, he will, not, he will never come. But he was supposed to come and work for money. Yesterday, dawn, when it was raining, he called my wife that he's coming. And he had something to cover the head to come and work. Because that one he'll be paid. I said, look at the mindset of man. Some small money be so. A new twenty Ghana. And you a shame. You cannot be blessed. When you put God first. If you put God first, seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you are in this church and you don't get it, then I'll pray for you again. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you are in this church and you don't get it, then I'll pray for you again. When you are living even in the community, you want people to come to Christ so you don't do what you think you, you can do. You are prioritizing God than anything. By the time you prioritize God, God will also prioritize you. You will begin to enjoy the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The fourth one is you, your heart must be full of praises. Thanksgiving to God all the time. Enter his gate with thanksgiving in your mouth. And his court with praise. Enter his gate with thanksgiving in your mouth. And court with praise. I taught you this. So I believe everybody knows. Until you have the heart of thanksgiving. You cannot even come into the throne room of God. That is it. You have to be thankful for what you have. If you really know your blessings, you will thank God for it. That's why Bible says, in all things, give thanks. Because you know the end. In all things, give thanks. Because you know the end. Somebody failed an exam. Do you know when I finished the, the, university, the, the uh, secondary school? I, I couldn't go to the university the next year. I had to stay in the house. I stayed in the house for some time. I didn't ride no deck. But I stayed in the house. And that was the time I was working and getting money. When I received my results, I didn't really get what I wanted to get. 
But I could have sent me to school. The moment I received the, the results, the word of God came to me and said that ye barren woman sing songs of praise. For your children are becoming many than them that are married. This was the word of God that came to me. God, you, I, I, I didn't get what I, I, I was supposed to get. And you are telling me to praise you. You are telling me to praise you. I just threw back his thanksgiving to him. Out of anger. Take it. I was bitter in my heart. But later on, I just sat down and said, God knows my end or my beginning. You know, that was the time I built a prayer tower for Pentecost. Where I was. I, built, I raised a prayer tower. And that time I raised the, the youth to do evangelism. I became the pivot of that church. That was the time I preached my first sermon. 50 minutes sermon, I used two weeks to fast and pray for 50 minutes sermon. Amen. Amen. That was the time God gave me all the gifts um, I, 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 I am working in now. So God knew that uh, school wasn't the priority. His work was the priority. And you know when I applied for the university with the results, all those who even got higher, low, lower grade than I got, the same course they were picked. I wasn't picked. When I, I, I had somebody in to inquire for me, he said my, my forms didn't get to them. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Oh, my God. I said, Imagine. So God intentionally wanted him to stay in the house. But I was bitter. Because he had something better to give to me. What I'm doing now, I received it that time. I received the calling of God at that time. When I was in that house. And my friends were in school. I was praying like I am crazy. I was serving God with all hearts. One day my, 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 my mother called me and said, you think you are crazy? Can we go to the hospital? Are you crazy? Your friends have gone to school. All your friends around you have gone to school. You are in the house. And you know, we said everything check, 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 check. Everything check, check, check. Everything check, check, check. Everything check, check, check. One day they said to me, if you go to church again, don't call me your mother. Go to that church again. Don't call me your mother. I am a disgrace. As if I was enjoying my failure. Those times, when we are going for conventions, you will see me carrying combo. Following. I'm going to preach the gospel. You see how God is. God knew he was giving me something precious at that time. The fact that things are not going well for you doesn't mean that God, you are not a blessed child. God knows the end from the beginning. That's why he give me thanks today. Because I have prepared a brighter future for you. 
And these things I am doing now, that was the beginning of it. Doing my service to God. That was when God gave me this, the gift of vision. And I was able to see. Those of us who knows me from the university, they know me. The way they tell, it's now that as you are growing, as you are growing in Christ, there are some things you need to you need to streamline your in the visions you see. And how to even say it? I was a raw person. I was a prophet raw. I quite remember in Pentecost, I, I prophesied some, pro, I gave some prophecy, and the elders, some of the elders were so happy because they knew that these things were happening, but they couldn't say it. I was very raw, and and do you know what I did? Brought divisions to the church. I was very very raw. I was a sharp guy. That was a, that, that, the gift was very raw, so I was just saying it. But right now, as you are growing in Christ and getting to understand God's word, so if a man of God begins to prophesy about people's uh, what bees and, and the color of their pants, he's not serious, not correct. See that he's a child, he should grow. It's not everything that you are, going, you are supposed to say. Your mother is a witch, so what? I got to understand that the preaching of God's word is also a prophetic gift. Because you must preach the mind of God for the people to be liberated. Hallelujah. Amen. That was the time. So what I'm doing now was born out of my failure in exams. We if remove by you, you, you give God thanks, and you perfect that which He has said concerning you. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I may not be able to go through the the other requirement of sustaining God's blessings. Unless we are, we, are, we are in Easter. So after Easter, I'll continue with how to sustain God's blessings. How to sustain God's blessings. And that's the major problem of major Christians. Though they may, may have the blessed mentality. Though they may have the they, they may be confessing God's word. Though they may be giving thanks. But they are not working in that blessedness. That's what I'm going to talk about in our next, in our next meeting. Because it, it takes more. The Bible said the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It means that when you fear God. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are wise. It is the beginning of wisdom. We have people who are Christians. But they are very foolish. Hallelujah. Amen. They have, they, they, you talk to them and you are, hey, 
When they want somebody pass a comment, and I, I listened to him, and I was wondering whether he was a Christian. We sat in his car, and all that he was playing was gospel. And he said, I said yes, I'm a Christian. So in my mind, I was like, ah, are you a Christian? And you are saying this foolish things. Yes, there are people who are Christians, but they are not wise. The Bible said the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. If you start from class one, it doesn't mean that you can solve problems of the university. Class one is the beginning of education. Hallelujah. So these things I've talked about, they are just beginnings. If you don't do this, you cannot enjoy the blessings of God. God bless you. Rise unto your feet. Hallelujah. Just begin to thank God right now for God making you a blessed child. Just thank God right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and thank God right now. In the name of Jesus.